Welcome, listeners, to another episode of WNRP. I'll be your host tonight, Matthew the Bloodbath. I can't believe I did that, Barons. And joining us tonight will be Andrew. I am down. Come and play with me. It will be fun. Promise the Minnow Crawl. Welcome to the show again. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? Awesome. Also joining us, Aaron, the technicality of technicians, the Coach Crawl. Welcome. What up, y'all? I'm back. Yay. And last but not least, Thomas, hold on. I'm declaring an emergency. The Silent Sea Raven Kruger. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. Your guys' names have gotten a lot longer since the last time I've been on. Yeah, I, we've done a lot in the last year, so we're I see. Make, make up for it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we all sound better, I can tell you that. <laughs> we have gotten some new uh, technical aspects like microphones. And I wish to say they were a lot cheaper. But I like free shipping. True dad. With that. True dad. So last time we had an episode, we were actually talking about uh, the Blood Super Wolf Moon. And it just happened to be on a certain night that even a meteor struck the moon. How awesome is that? Oh, I did read that story. Yeah. Same night. That was pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. I don't think we could have gotten any more weird timing than that. Anyways, now before we got started with recording, Aaron was giving us some lowdown on some of our download data. If if all you listeners are kind of wondering if we're actually like getting across the world, there there is some evidence. And Aaron, you want to share some of that? Darn Skippy there is, and it's so so glad you brought that up. Just letting you guys know, the guys in Philippines, you need to up your game. There's only uh, there's only six of you listening in the Philippines, but um, uh, just to give you guys a rundown. We're obviously very you know big in the U.S., but Australia, Canada, Sweden, Germany, the U.K., Ireland. Uh, man, you guys are crushing it. Thank you for listening. This is awesome. Uh, we got um, like a couple listeners from Russia, Spain, New Zealand, Japan, the Philippines, Ireland. Um, that's, that's pretty awesome guys. Um, and our retention rate, which is crazy. Like we're getting like a hundred percent retention rate, which means they keep coming back for more. So you guys must be doing something right. Well, like you said, we've done some, we've done some new microphone upgrades and I think uh coach just showed us a new way to do some audio recording as well. And if that works out for us, hopefully fingers crossed, we can maybe do this and be a lot more timely um, getting these things out. So maybe we can get those numbers to go up. And speaking of timeliness, our editors have been beating themselves to death, trying to get this stuff done. So, uh, Aaron, yeah, you too. And, uh, Jake, thank you for editing for us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. It's been awesome. You guys. Cause none of us have learned how to do it yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's audacity, it's about right. It's not hard. <laughs> well, you're talking about a guy who just likes rubbing sticks together to get a fire. So I don't know. Beat a couple of rocks. You, I'm not going to get a computer yet. I tell you what, the way we're doing, if this all works out, uh, which it does, because it works on my podcast, I do this every single week. 
Um, but I don't edit it. I have my own producer that does that stuff. Um, but this, this is all one audio file. So there's no more having to like sync up five different audio files and then cutting every one. And now that you guys have good microphones, there's no clipping. Um, so to tell you the truth, it should really only take, like I'm keeping timestamps right now. So it should really only take like an hour to edit an episode. So that'd be awesome. Yay nice. for you guys and yay for the Battletech community. Because I'm yeah. pretty yeah. sure we're the yeah. only ones out there. <laughs> yeah, especially for tabletop. I don't think I've heard of, have you heard, anybody heard of any other podcasts that do tabletop? I mean, just specifically podcasts? I know there's some, there's some, um, uh, like general tabletop gaming podcasts out there that touch on Battletech, like just because it's new or they've got new oh. product out, new. but they're not, they're not Battletech centric like we are. So what do you mean centric? Well, like that's the only thing we talk about is Battletech. Oh, yeah. Like they talk about like Warhammer and Battletech and X-Wing and then like Catan or, you know, they'll hit the broad spectrum. Fair enough. But yeah, between, uh, between this and the Facebook page, I think, I think uh, WNRP is off to a really, really good start guys. I love seeing uh, the Facebook page blow up like at least once, twice a day with, you know, people who are concerned about, how the game is being played and production and, and just even the lore is awesome to see uh, Blaine chime in occasionally. That's pretty cool. Well, and it also gives like an instant, you know, like there's the forums and I get the forums, but the forums are like, man, they're a, they're a forum. Um, the Facebook oh. group is, is, you know, instant, you know, somebody posts their idea, then boom, boom, boom. Like all of us, you know, hop on and chit chat and you're getting, you're getting a lot faster response rate and you know who you're responding to. So that's a great support group too, because, you know, we all have questions about we're playing this, right? Does this rule may affect us that way? Or, Hey, what have you heard about this? Or is this coming out new? It's, it's nice to have updates all the time. Yeah, so plug, if you're not on the Facebook page, go join the Facebook page, WolfNet Radio Podcast, WNRP on Facebook. Go hit us up. Andrew is, like, killing it at, on the approval because I, like, every time I get the notification, I'm like, oh, I'll approve him. Oh, he's already approved. <laughs> nice, thing about, nice thing about working at home and then being in front of a computer 24-7. Yeah, you got connectivity. <laughs> I, I remember saying somebody somebody saying a while back, oh, I'm never gonna get on that Facebook thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm eating my words on that. That's fine. At least you hide behind the Wolf's Dragoons banner, so it's all good. <laughs> hide. Speaking, I am. Speaking I am. of Wolf's Dragoons banner, holy yeah. crap, man. Is you that like sexy? That, that, like that is awesome. Oh. Where'd you get that goodie? I don't I'm, know. I have sources. It just showed up on my chair. <laughs> is that just so, how like laundry gets done too? Yeah, pretty <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys should uh, sometime take a picture of the three of you with your banners and post it on the or each individuals and post it on the forum. You oh, I know, definitely will. Tommy and I were kind of able to do that, but yeah, Aaron was missing. Yeah, yeah. No, our yeah. game has got a just, it's like you've got a life for something outside of us. Life really sucks right now. <laughs> it's really busy. 
I hear you got a hockey going on. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. Speaking it's almost of laundry. Done, it's almost done. <laughs> so speaking of hockey, I hear Minnesota has some uh, hockey players up there too. And I was happened to be up there bringing my kids up to the, uh, the mall of America for uh, a fun trip to the aquarium. And I happened to be like 20 minutes away from brother Andrew here. And, uh, I had quite the time stopping by and uh, playing a little game with uh, Max and Tim. It just happened to be our battle tech night here in the cities with those two, so it worked out really well. Yeah, the stars aligned. Yeah, we didn't quite have a meteor strike on the moon, but you know, once in a while things line up. And uh, your wife was a great hostess, and appreciate crashing on your couch uh, and great hospitality. So. Kudos to the Minnesotans for housing this Iowan. Welcome anytime. You know that. Same here. <laughs> Talking about visiting people. I know uh, Gideon. I'll be visiting Gideon and uh, the Colorado crew up, right. uh, this weekend. So I'm uh, heading out early uh, Friday morning with April and the kids. And we'll be in Denver by 730 in the morning. So. Speaking of that vagabond, I'm so jealous I can't go. Uh, <laughs> he will be our commercial break tonight. And oh, we'll, yeah, that's right. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait for everybody to hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it either. <sighs> Such a great commercial. So let's talk about recent games. Um, did anybody have any recent games? Well, you guys been playing uh, uh, playing online. I, I had. Uh, I had the luxury of being up at Andrew's house and playing. What did we play? Like, so uh, company had, on company. Yeah, we had the company on company. We tested, we tested one of the companies of the cadet unit and the take home mechs, and how I split those two um, units up. And they played one one company against uh, my dragoon company, and didn't go so well for us. That's probably my fault. I kind of jumped in, you know, like some of us like to do. And when I walk in the door, I put my rucksack down that I usually use for traveling, take my coat off, and I got a drink handed to me almost before I sit down. I mean, talk about five stars. Hey, I, I try and take care of my people. So. Reminds me back in the day in the Army. I, I, I love those days in the Army, but some days... Some days it's kind of nice to have a place to crash besides a cot or sleeping on the sand or a Humvee hood. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> Anybody else have any epic games lately? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been trying Mega Mac out, right? We have. Um, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> hey. I don't. I, I've been leery about talking about it because you know we. The whole reason behind our podcast is to you know promote tabletop battle tech and and get people, to get face to face and roll some dice and and have some fun. Talk about painting mechs, whatever. But you brought it up. We'll talk about it. There is an online tool um, called Mega Mech, and it uh, is a tabletop representation of playing battle tech. Um, Matt and I played 
what did we do? One game? We test out the Agent Cup mechs? Um, I think I think I gave you a, a sore beating uh, once. But yeah. otherwise, it was me trying to figure out, what's this button do? Oh, whoops, everything disappeared. Oh, um, Okay, now I can choose camouflage. I can choose what units I want to take, uh, their pilot skill, and what maps we're going to throw on there. It was actually pretty decent. Um, I was surprised by it. So it's, it is basically whatever you want to do within the tabletop, along with tech ops rules and whatever else. It's very fun to play double blind. Um, you can do it. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe we need to, if possible, set up a, an, a WNRP night. I'll host a game and whoever wants to connect can connect and we'll play. Do we have room for everybody from Dude, I have Japan? I, I have, I have, I could run a small company out of my basement with the amount of hardware I have here at the house. So, yeah, I got a server that can handle everybody. Your your house has a server. I my house has about seven servers. So, <clears throat> well, let's hope at least more of us speak than just Spanish and maybe a little Russian. We can probably put something together. Could you, imagine, could you imagine if we had Augustine join us with some friendship love? Oh, <laughs> LRM 20s everywhere. Everybody gets missiles to the face. <laughs> you want your mech cord? You can make it happen too easily. Just walk around, make sure you get your plus one modifier, and just shoot everything that moves. Okay, so um, we also had some music in the background which is another, you know, we talk about classic, we talk about tabletop, we talk about alpha strike, but you know, we also talk about a few other things, getting that full spectrum of battle tech and mech warrior or whatnot. So even when we come up with specific things, there, there's a plethora of other things we can uh, access as well. Like, you know, say you guys can't meet up in the, in the middle of the night and you can't sleep and you don't really have to go to work the next morning. You know, you could play a video game and hook up online with connection or um, say you want some easy, easy listening. I mean, we did happen to listen to uh, Timothy Seals with uh, MechWarrior Music remake, wasn't it? Yeah, he remade the MechWarrior 2 soundtrack. Um, yeah, that, we, had, we had that plan when we were rolling dice. And that was actually pretty good. Um, I, 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 to be honest with you, I mean, I, I believe you can go to, uh, I'd, I'd have to look it up. I apologize. But if you look up John Everest, he's the composer that has done um, all of the Shadowrun games and the recently released HBS Battletech game. And just for easy listening um, I listen to it music like that throughout the day when I'm working on my, you know, trying to get something to go with, with my computer. So I listen to that stuff a lot. Music like, like what uh mech warrior two album is it. Uh, <clears throat> I saw, um, wasn't O dog. It was, uh, I remember looking on uh, Sarna.net to find some of the old uh, MechWarrior 2 stuff that uh, was great to listen to again. Yeah. And it, it's kind of fun where you can find, you know, different approaches to the same topic of um, 
gameplay, classic, mag- old magazines, source books, tech readouts, um, music. Uh, I mean, even even some people like uh, Scroggins is artwork. I mean, there's so many things, so many things you can get into. Cards, CCG from the old stuff that really isn't sold or produced anymore. Hey, I'll plug. I'll plug uh, Scroggins. He uh, started a new Patreon. Um, if you get a chance, check it out. Um, he's he's looking for a, a few dollars a month to uh, continue with new BattleTech art. It sounds like he's gotten a little bit of a green light from Catalyst to go ahead and do BattleTech art along with uh, some things that he's been working on personally. So if you got a dollar, got two dollars, throw his way. Um, great guy, does awesome work. Um, there, I plugged him. <laughs> hopefully, he pre- hopefully he appreciates it. Oh, he will. It's for their advertising and support. Everybody appreciates that kind of stuff. What was his name again? Uh, Anthony Scrogans. I've oh, got man. it. Uh, oh, bad this microphone sound. Not horrible. Not great. <laughs> it got a little bit light. It's terrible. <laughs> just, just, just bite into it. Just, just give me like twenty minutes. The other one will be charged. <laughs> Did your battery run out? Yeah. 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 Technology. What, what you do when you're working with secondhand crap? Hey, so for so so for Anthony Scroggins, it, it's he is. Uh, you can find him also on Deviant Art as uh, Shimmering Sword. Uh, he has done a lot of a lot really great bottle type yeah. art. Um, so that'd be great if you got two bucks to throw his way. I'd love to send him some requests if I had money to well, throw at him. At fifteen dollars a month, you can get a certain amount of time a month <laughs> dedicated to having a conversation or having him do uh, a custom piece for you. So no way. Yeah, there's there's different there's de- different levels, and that's one of the upper ones. But that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Hell, I'd even stretch a canvas for that. These are really good guys. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> he does amazing work. So let's talk a little bit about how production has been going lately. Um, we we've been noticing that uh, some responses on the Facebook page have shown us some. Uh, quirks and changes uh i think somebody got a double awesome and a a, a short barreled shadow hawk in the new box set yeah bryce piercy <laughs> the poor guy but hey yes, they got here, their box sets yeah hey uh, i've been ordering i've been ordering them i can still order them from catalyst games the store at catalyst well i, I just ordered another one last week some oh. people have a, a very good distributor and some people don't i i did get um in today the beginner box set. <gasps> sweet so the wolverine and the griffin are in the store but uh, i do not as of yet have the armored combat box that's a good start which is fine because those basically why battletech players have them already because they got it at gen con <laughs> <laughs> thank you andrew yeah i do what i can but we can always use more Oh, the more the better. I don't think I could ever like not have enough. 
miniatures. Would you really be angry if you got the double awesome box set? No, I think that's actually that's, that's I to be I, honest I, with you, yes, I would because the, the battle master is pretty tight. <laughs> that's true. That's true. the the more I thought about it, it's like oh, I got two eighty two eighty tonners, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> At the same time, uh, I the awesome in the new box set is fantastic. I really really like yeah. Look of the new of, of the redone awesome. It it looks really awesome. So, <laughs> I saw what I did there. <laughs> so we were talking um, some ideas about uh, battle armor handholds for uh, non Omnimax was uh, one of the topics that popped up recently and. And it just kind of dawned on me, like, couldn't you just add that as like a an add-on, like adding another medium laser, add like one ton, you, like like somebody was it you, Aaron, or somebody who said that can't somebody just like weld some handholds on? No, I I said that I, that, that was, was I, I went off on a rant. A it was awesome because I had fun with that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you mean to tell me that that people that have to jury rig and go out of their way to make these complex machines work, and they couldn't figure out a way to weld a handhold to the side of a mech for an an, an armored infantry unit to hang on to, which. By the way, the armor's designed to grab, pull, and destroy armor. You can't tell me you can't figure out how to do that. That's, but only on Omnimex. Only on Omnimex can you do that. That, and I, I like your idea. I, I like the idea of if I put a, if I put a ton on my mech to put handholds on, I can carry armor. I, I like that as a as an option. It'd be like a quick fix. I mean, like a band-aid. Well, I mean, how heavy is a point of like is an elemental battle armor? How heavy each each point uh, standard an elemental is one ton. Yeah, the heavier assault stuff is two tons. So, like the Kanazuchi, the uh, Grenadier, Uadine armor, um, the assault stuff is two. The regular battle armor is is one. Okay, so I like, oh, by the way, tangent, I like how you say Uudine, just like how you say Uller. Uller. So we're not talking about like welding a piece of rebar on the side of a. No, it's going to have to be substantial to hold, it's you know. It's got to be supported, and it's got to be, otherwise it's just going to right off. So I get it. And that's a good point, yeah. But well, it's going to be stout. But at but at the same time, hold on a minute. At the same time, I just finished. I I finished today. I finished forever forever faithful. Blaine, if you're listening, anybody gets a chance, dude, talk about setting the bar high for having new BattleTech fiction come out. I couldn't put the damn thing down. Um, there's a piece at the end that actually got me a little choked up. It was a great great book. Were there tears? Um, it was. I, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I was. It was how he intertwined the two characters and how they came to see each other. It was very, very good work. Um, but nice. in the in the book, there was a couple of different battles where they had battle armor uh, on on Max, and Blaine described how these 
mech warriors would try and get rid of the battle armor once they were swarmed by spinning. And oh yeah, the armor was able to hang on. So, Aaron, yes, it's not just welding a piece of rebar to the side of the mech, but at the same time, you can't tell me that these techs that have had to keep these things run, these complex machines running and jury-rigged the shit out of them to make them work, you mean to tell me they couldn't figure out how to make a handhold to carry a battle armor into battle? Oh, no. Yeah, I got a hard time with that. They easily could. I just, I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> did they really go that far into game design where that was, a, that was maybe a problem they saw? No, I, to be honest with you, I really think the only reason that that came about is 3050 when the clans came yep. and they didn't have vehicles, they had battle armor and they needed a way to move those battle armor That's right. in, a, in a fashion that was quicker than what they could move by ground. And it just made sense to have them attached to a mech. So this whole concept of only Omnimechs have this capability well, now you start talking about a Dasher or a Locust. They're 20 tons, and you're going to put five extra tons of mech or uh, of weight on a unit like that. A little bit and of it doesn't, it doesn't cause them to have piloting skills. I don't believe in Battletech. Does it, does it reduce your movement when you're carrying battle armor? No. Not that I, I know it. Well, it costs you two to dismount, and it costs you two MP to load. I think, or yeah, it, that's, it's, it's, that's, or it's, I that's know an like a change in time, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, there's no repercussions for carrying battle armor, and it just doesn't make sense to me why you couldn't do that basically on any mech. And while we were sitting here talking about it on the last Saturday, I was like, Matt came up with the idea. Well, what if you just put a ton to you know, battle armor and handholds. And I'm like, that's decent. That's a good idea. I like that idea. Or say um, five tons, depending on how much you need for structural stability. I'd never waste five tons to carry battle armor. Right. So it'd have to be like probably a ton. And Omnimech can't carry an entire point, can they? Yes, they, yes, can. they can. That's the Every, whole reason. That's, oh, that's yeah. the whole point. Yes, a, a, star, a star of mechs carry can carry a star of elementals binary that's like even for a hundred ton mech adding five that's huge for those like I, dude i'm not i'm that's where i'm at with the whole thing <laughs> interesting very yeah. very interesting and that's what i love about someone has a question it opens the door and then you've got all these different avenues that people come up with which is great like Hey, should it work? Yeah, I think it should. Like, why isn't there like a, a formula for this or something? Well, uh, maybe we'll come up with ideas. Sometimes it's just a, an overlook of, well, we didn't really plan for that for like an added. It was just kind of implemented. So it just kind of depends on how do you want to implement it now? Well, we can find a way through updates. True that. So right. also input from uh, Facebook was talking with uh, Drew Bethards. What do you do at Gen Con when the wife gives you a green light to go? 
you come stay with the OCX house. <laughs> so I, I, I've been there, I think, five or six years in a row now. No, I've um, been there more than that. Well, oh, either man. way, the biggest thing is um, wear comfortable shoes. Um, make <laughs> where sure, you, where do you make start? sure, make sure you shower, make sure you get two <laughs> meals, make sure you got a lot of water. Deodorant. I would carry a deodorant, you know, I'm not promoting ax spray, but some sort of body spray so that you could spray the person next to you when they sit down and stink like shit. Brush your um, fangs, brush your fangs, Eat something, <laughs> drink something. Quite for those of you who have not experienced Gen Con, quite literally, there are people that will show up, not have a place to stay. They will attempt to game for four days straight. And by Saturday, these people are rank. And you will run into them. You will be behind them. Um, don't be one of them. <laughs> take yeah. your time and enjoy take care yourself. But take, take care, care of yourself. Yeah. The greatest thing ever, sack lunches. Yes. Yeah. And to, and to be honest with you, I, I don't know about you guys, but um, try and go with a plan. Oh, yeah. Um, look at the event catalog. Find the things that you w are interested in doing. You can, you can, I believe, go in and put your tickets in a queue. So that when the when the event thing opens, you can say, "Get my tickets," and you hmm. can prioritize your tickets to say, "I want Masters and Minions first, and then I want this." And then, I, but please go with a plan each day, even if it's so much that I'm going to do X in the morning, I'm going to do Y in the evening, oh, yeah. I'm going to leave the afternoon open for whatever, because quite literally, there is so much to do. It is overwhelming. Completely. Like there'll be times where you have no idea what to do with yourself. Go to the vendor hall and get lost in there. Oh, grab a map because everything you're going to get lost. Or go sit in the hallway and just take 15 minutes to decompress because there's, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of things going on. Um, Especially on the weekends. If you have any kind of anxiety, Watch out because it's going to be shoulder to shoulder. Make sure you sign up for the WNRP Academy. Whoop, whoop. Oh, you just committed to doing that? Not me. So hold on here now. Hold on. Let, let's whoa. get this straight. Not 100%. Not 100%. So we, we, are, we are WNRP. We do a cadet, a Wolster Goons cadet program under the Catalyst banner. Only us. We that is not a WNRP event, that is a catalyst event. That's right. We have been kicking around the idea. Um, we are we are staying in a hotel that's within walking distance of the convention center. Um, we did this last year and it worked out awesome. We are we are gonna work on uh something, don't know what yet, but we're gonna set aside a night. Probably Friday night, I think. Oh no, not Friday night because that's usually blood name. Saturday's yeah. Masters of Minions. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to figure this out as to what's the best time to do it. But we would get together at the hotel, um, 
play a game, play a scenario, do something, maybe set a microphone up and do a podcast um, while we're there. So if we got enough, you know, it would be great to do a podcast with everybody there. Um, but we got to figure that out. Um, Tell you the truth, I think Thursday would be the best night to do it. Probably. Well, I, Thursday would be awesome, but the problem is not everybody's there, right? I mean, we sure. do have a lot of people come in on Saturday, but Thursday night, I think, to be honest with you, I, I believe, I agree with you, I think Thursday night's the only night that would be open. Well, hey, if, if you get knocked out of the blood name, come on over. <laughs> Reinforcements, baby. It's true. Um, me and Burns did for quite a while at the blood name. You guys lasted a while, though. Yeah, that's the thing. The second time, yeah. yeah. Don't do so well next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you're going to hear him bitch about, well, I lost and I got to pick this mech from 3145 and I don't know what it is. And, oh, well, I'll just pick this thing and walk away. Well, he literally went, you guys literally went from one aspect to the next. First year, you got knocked out first round. <laughs> next year, you what, made the quarterfinals or something like that? Yeah, final four. Yeah. Matt was kicking ass last year. I had some help, but they uh, uh, no, they they really ran up on me fast, and I had a Highlander two C, so it was kind of like just as long as I can hit something. <laughs> if you can go to Gen Con, go. I mean, it is it is, it is something game. to experience. It is something to experience. Yes, I agree. Take the time to set away some funds and look at transportation dates times get some time off of work you know take some friends with you pack a bag take wow. take some minis with you you know find a nice location close to the event center if you can find one and i tell you what if you're cool and you're like just looking to go hang out you don't know anybody look for the guys in the wolf dragoons hat yeah <laughs> you will you weird guys here's the thing i've gone I, i've bought and and purchased clothing with dragoon emblem I am the Dragoon guy. I have passed it out to the guys here. If you see a Dragoon hat, nine chances out of ten, it's going to be one of us. So it looks um, like a werewolf. Walk up, say hi, shake your hand. Hey, I'm a fan of WNRP. We'll ask your name and we'll shake hands and we'll tell you when we're meeting. Um, part of the whole WNRP event thing. Um, we'll, we'll get out here soon, hopefully next cast. We'll say, hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna be looking for uh, a 350 or a 400 PV Alpha Strike Force, and give you kind of a breakdown of what we're thinking, and we'll see what we're able to put together. I just trying to run a tournament at the hotel room with everybody else there might be a little tough, but yeah, I do would I would love to be able to get us all together to play a game. That would be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun last time, and everybody kept stopping by like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, hey, we're having a friendly game. People stopping by, watching. Hey, you want to run a lance? Here's a lance. You know, we, we, had, we had fit 12 people around the table last year. Say, at yeah. point. How many people did you guys have around the table? We had 12, 12 or 15 completely off-site, and it yeah. was great. It was a lot of fun. I, to be honest with you, last year was the most fun I've had, and, and I, I purposely – quite frankly stay tried to stay away from the hall and did as much as we could in the hotel and that was a lot of fun we had a great time we're going to try and grab that again too that was a great 
That was a great atmosphere right there, I'm, too. I'm not in the same hotel that we were in last year. I'm to the one just south Ooh. of it, so we'll have to figure that out. But, yeah. We're going to need some table space. And Talking about wife, that. If my wife even sniffs at a wedding that I have to go to during that weekend, she already knows it's a no-go. <laughs> okay, good, because that wasn't going to happen. That sucks so much. <laughs> right. I, I think that Talk made... Are we still having the same housing? I think we're looking at that, yeah. Yes, I believe we're still going to have the same house. If, even if there's a third of the people going? I yeah. think I think uh, combined with some OCX guys, I think we're still going to have a full house. So we'll see. Are you still looking at at least 10? It's, it's still ridiculously cheap. I mean, oh, yeah. last year was $35 a night. I was thinking about still getting like a, a big 15 passenger van. So, and that, that probably will happen. So, but, uh, yeah. And, and the nice thing was though, the hotel was, it was within walking distance. I didn't want to make anybody drive out to the house. I mean, it would have been awesome, but, uh, that hotel just turned out to be like, that was almost a perfect spot. It, it was almost as good as the Hampton. Almost. Almost. Yes. Do you think we could just utilize that location? I don't see why not. I mean, there's so many people walking in out of there and, all the and time. It had a great setup. You could get food. You had this huge table for gaming, and you were not in the way at all. Well, I again, we'll look, I'll I'll take stock of the hotel that I'm in and see whether they've got a similar setup. If not, we again, we're not guaranteed that table, right? I mean, it is a public space. Oh, true. So uh, I mean, we'll get not, something. We'll get something figured out. I'm pretty famous in the. Uh, <laughs> oh, for <fuck's> sake. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, famous. Uh, internet famous. Really? Internet, internet famous. <laughs> you, YouTube famous? Sure. That's such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even get up in the morning with oh. your ego in your head the size that it is? Really hard. Uh, I figured as much. Takes All right, let's, let's get back. Let's get back on the track here. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, uh, to to get back to that, you know, plan your trip well, and it will reward you handsomely. Um, take long funds, travel, place to stay, bring some miniatures in a hard case, um, eat, stay clean. Look at the vendors, make contacts. I mean, get run into sleep. people. Yeah, definitely get some sleep. Don't stay up all night. But it's my night. It's my night. Right, Aaron. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you struck a nerve there. So, um, what can you do um, when the choices for events, tickets come up? Stream through them, look at them all, read them well. I mean, look at the forums, ask questions. They'll tell you which events are awesome and which ones are not so great. But, you know, be true to yourself, have fun. And that's the main thing. Hey, have fun. Don't make it a job. Obviously. Obviously, the Wolf Dragoons Cadet Program is awesome and you will have a great time. So I expect our event to be sold out again this year, but. Um, it would be great to have some WNRP guys at the table. So, and you'll walk away with a mini. You will walk away with a mini. Yep. We'll have some swag. We'll get some swag. 
That would be tasty. Maybe maybe some alt art cards from uh, Andrew Scrogan's. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Mm. No, you got to be that guy. Now I got to make a phone call. You better, Son of a bitch. You talk, yeah, you better get estimates. Get estimates. <laughs> um, so make a schedule and have fun. Um, Damn it, I got to write that down. Shit. Yep. What? Talk to Scrogan's. Talk to Scrogan's. Don't worry, I'll remind you since we've already had it blurted out. I'll just let you know, <laughs> cards are super cheap to make. It's the art that you got to pay for. Well, some of us can draw. <laughs> you almost made me spit up my wine. I said some of us. <laughs> none, of us none of us are drawing this card. <laughs> um, I could draw it, but I don't think I could still paint it. But uh, yes, to wrap that up, go to Gen Con. It's super fun. Super fun. <laughs> And we're also looking at possibly maybe trying to find some local events too. Um, no, yeah, no hundred percent, but you know we got we got the lakes out here in Iowa. Oh, hey, that we got we got to plug Adepticon. Yeah, sure, we're yeah. Adepticon. Andrew and I are going to be at Adepticon this year. The cousins. So if you guys are going, hit us up. It's like a family trip. Um. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be all over. Um. I'm going to be mostly in the X-Wing area, but that's literally for like a couple of days, like a day and a half, maybe. But uh, I'll be wandering all. We're going to try to get a Battletech game going. Um, yeah, if, if you're going to be at Adepticon, bring bring a 350-point army. Um, try and mix it up. Mechs, vehicles, infantry, hover, VTOL, whatever. Um, I do know uh, the Chicago group is going to be doing some events at Adepticon. They do a great job of putting on events. So if you're the, if you can make Adepticon, um, the Battletech events that will be going on will be well run. I, I will put my stamp on those guys. So um, get there, definitely get to the table, ask questions, roll some dice, have some fun. Yep. Yep. I'm just looking at the show notes here, and and I'm watch, a- watch the watch the Facebook page too. Aaron and I'll post where we're at, what we're gonna do, and try and find a time that we can see if we can set aside some time to get together. So just look for the two big guys. One's skinny, one's big. One's and, not so skinny. Yeah, not so skinny. <laughs> one has a lot of hair. One has like hardly any hair. Whoa. <laughs> which which one doesn't have a lot of hair? I mean, on your face. Oh yes, that little, would not little, that would not be me. Little, little baby mustache. I, I, yeah, my baby mustache. I'll be at a depth count with my baby mustache. Blondie, that's blondie, blondie. Got to get up really nice and close to see it. Blondie and the Wolfman. <laughs> so speaking of the Facebook page, I want to bring up our poll Whoa. that we created a while ago. Um, so we we're kind of thinking on what should be the WNRP colors. <gasps> that's right. Oh. Oh yeah! Beautiful and, idea. Please not black. Please not red. Please nope, not black. Nope. Please not red. The nope. two <laughs> options. The two options were royal purple with bright yellow accents, Yuck. or dark blue with bright orange accents. And what happened to my gray and orange? Uh, I I like that one. Don't know. Do you remember that? You remember that Mad Cat I posted? I do. I and like sixteen vipers. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, but as of right now, the royal purple with bright yellow accents has eight votes, and the dark blue with bright orange has six. 
Well, here's here's the deal, okay? The dark blue with bright orange is the new uh, Gamma Regiment color scheme for the Dragoons in really? 35. So I, I kind of don't want to do that one because... You don't want to be the wretched refuse and drunkards like we are? We got to we gotta have our own stamp, man. Oh, yeah, true. Identity. Okay, so basically you're saying we <laughs> have to I'm, start all over again. And I'm not doing purple. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... But you're I'm from not, Minnesota. I'm not painting purple. Exactly. Okay. Well, we'll give this we'll give this uh, podcast time to get out there, and then if you guys on the Facebook page have a, a recommendation, uh, we'll start a new poll. Ooh, give us some color schemes. We if you are want we are up to a reinforced company um, of Max from. We did have another post. Um, I think Bathards posted what would be your mech. And I've been tracking that uh, people as they come in. I've got the mechs listed and and nice. put a, put aside. So this would be so much fun to do. Like actually have a roster. Like we have eighty two yeah. members on the Facebook page. Yeah. Right now. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Let's I mean, how? I mean, regiment. This come is on. this is our thing of just like Battlecore, right? Battlecore got written into into fiction. Mm. Hey, we could be WNRP. You know, you know, speaking of fiction, you bring up one of those that I want to talk about. Uh oh. There are there is so much fiction written out there that is not in the US. It's oh. in it's in Germany, it's in other countries, and yet we don't have those stories, which is fan based, I think. And I think it would be really nice to get those stories. I mean, I'm, it's it's not just because I'm a Ghost Bear fan and there's a bunch of them that I really want, but we should tie on, somebody should tie on some of those fan-based storylines as long as they, you know, meld with the lore storyline into the U.S. publishing, because they're really sweet to get some of those stories published over here. It all takes money. And just motivation. I mean, you get a go-getter out there that really likes Battletech. I mean, why would you not want to make more money by just printing a few more pages and books? God damn it, this book was good. Sorry, I just looked at the book. It was sitting here. I'm still thinking about it. (laughs) do Do you have any anecdotes that won't steal away everything? I can't. It was okay. quite literally this yeah. book. This book pulled together three or four other books with oh, different God. threads that were going on. And I'm still, I'm still processing all of that that came in and just playing. You outdid yourself. Fantastic book. I check my mailbox every day and I'm waiting for it. I can't wait. Order it from Amazon and it shows up in two days. I so did, I just, but. I just posted on the uh, Facebook page, Mac Warriors. If you haven't posted your favorite Mac that you want to have represent you as as you in the WNRP regiment, post below. We are tracking it, and we'll post the regiment roster sometime. Oh, I'm super gonna, excited. That's going to be sick. I love Ooh. it. Hey, I want to see people with vehicles. I want to see people in battle armor. What? I want to see people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All of it. Tommy? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Let's bring people. out those helicopters with uh, guns rifles and then, stuff then like that. Can issue hey, the people, ranks. The, people, the people that pick pick vehicles over mechs, mad props, and I'm not one of them. So <laughs> I and you get and you get a higher rank. I, I run a mad too. I always have, always will. So. <laughs> What kind of vehicles would you guys take if you had to take a vehicle? Ooh. I think I think I this this is one of the a vehicle that the, I would take. If you I'm had, a big, I'm a big fan right now of the regulator. Ooh, and I just put together a support company for the whole cadet group that I'm that I've been mingling together. They make a musketeer variant <laughs> that still has a rack five. But it has an infantry transport of four. Those are so important. So now not only can I get a, a fairly decent hitting hover tank, but I can also transport a battle armor point. Being like able, being able like to that. transport battle armor is so much more effective in a vehicle. Instead of just having guns and armor... I mean, having the ability, the ability to throw people off and, and take on a mech or swarm something or another vehicle or take on urban combat effectively with ground pounders is pretty fun. Can I be an LRM flatbed truck? Yes, sure. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> For a whole seven points, yes, you can. Oh, I, I know what it is. I know what it is. Tokugawa. Oh. <laughs> There you go. I had fun. one of those. That was one of the first vehicles I ever bought, and they looked so cool. Where is it? Here it is. Tokugawa heavy tank. Let's just go with the standard. It's a wheeled, right? Yep. Yeah, I thought <laughs> that was an urban, turrets, urban tank. Urban tank. Send me into the cities, boys. Woo! Brawler. I think I'd. I think I'd fly around in a. And a tur. Tur? Okay. Yeah. Tommy. Um I kinda like the warrior attack helicopter. Oh yeah. Alright. Boo. Why'd you get killed by one? I forgot hey. about the typhoon. If, the typhoon. If, if I'd have to go with my uh since I like playing cards a lot, I uh, I kind of like the partisan tanks. Yeah, but that's because it's part of my uh, C cube deck. So yeah, you and your doggone C cube deck. Anybody out there that wants to come to Gen Con, bring some CCG decks, and you need to fight Tommy's C cube deck and his layout deck, or better yet. Why don't you guys bring extra decks? And if there are people that are interested in playing the CCG, look you guys up because that is not something that's available right now. I don't. Done. I don't know if they have enough for that. I don't know if they have enough cards. For you don't done. think so? I. I would. I got I would three decks. Fathom that they probably could get that done. I usually carry five, and I have a whole basement that's got. I could hey, probably throw at least another six together. I saw I saw a guy on Facebook. He was selling eleven thousand cards for a thousand bucks. That's true. I'm, I'm changing my vehicle. Uh oh, uh -oh. It's, it's going to the Challenger MBT. 
Are you pulling them? Are you pulling them at? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Give shit. it. Give it another three minutes. TRO down. (laughs) It'll change. (laughs) God bless Master Unit List. Oh, yeah. Such a good site. It could be done better, but it's still really good. It gets the information across, and you can get what you need. That's perfect. Uh Uh-huh. If only you could get regular record sheets off of it. Uh, I have a place place you can do that. Mordell. Mordell. Mordell Mordell.net. Mordell.net. Plug that is an awesome place. Plug them. How do you spell it? M O R D E L.net. There you go. I, yeah, I'm not doing this as a catalyst agent. I'm doing this as a fan. So there you well, go. I like this. We should, so, we should <clears> do this every like what next week? What's or the next cast you should do? What's your favorite aerospace? What's your favorite? What's your favorite foot infantry? <laughs> well, following these notions now. Does anybody remember any good vehicle? We're, we're kind of on a vehicle tangent. What vehicle novels and stories do you remember that were a lot of fun to read? <sighs> hey, Battletech's about big stompy robots. Um, yeah, there's really not a lot of there's there isn't a lot, I don't think. There there was a story with Fitzgerald that uh he was gonna be a uh crusader pilot in a company or unit but that he he's been running hover tanks um against the capellans i can't remember what the title was but that was a pretty good pretty good story where it it had a little bit of both didn't quite want to be in a mech and he he was he was doing really well in uh a vehicle armor so i I would i would say then that the the battle core series from schmetzer jason schmetzer the redemption at thunder or the redemption rift which was the dragoons in 3145 retaking the draconis march there are a lot of battles with vehicles in them in in those four in the four novella that was in that story yeah, there were some recent ones, um, but that's that's indicative of thirty one forty five, right? Yeah. Thirty one forty five, and and quite frankly, the the click tech mech uh, mech warrior game really emphasized more of the combined arms and vehicle aspect of battles versus all mech battles, and that's you know that's something that in battle tech lore and you when you drop a unit onto a planet very rarely is the whole unit mech based but that's what people want to read about that's what people enjoy playing so well we've had a lot of requests from the facebook page about need to find some uh vehicle novels and uh specific questions and it's, it's been kind of fun to get into I think the dragons were using a lot of bandits, weren't they, for vehicle patrols? Oh, bandits, um, badgers, yeah. Zukovs. Um, I know the original source book had a lot of Saracens, a lot of scimitars. Uh, what was the what's the AC twenty hovercraft? Saladin. Saladin. There you go. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of Zukovs. A lot of uh, von Lunkners. Antos. A lot of big stuff. 
they they used a lot of it was either and that's kind of where my take on vehicles have, have come is is it's either a big tank that holds the line or fast it's a really fast hovercraft to cover your flanks that's, that's right that's the way i look at vehicles when i'm looking at a vehicle it's is this going to be a line or am i going to use it for a flank or to get in behind people or move infantry or battle and, armor well, and the fast movers are always moving infantry that's the only way i move <clears throat> infantry yeah the saddest thing that's happened with modern warfare is infantry can't move as fast as the battle anymore so you have to move those uh, by any means possible but at the same time i mean when you start looking at battle armor depending upon the battle you're running them to a spot and dropping them off and yep. they're basically just an aerial denial force at that point or at least that's the way i look at them in the game unless it's really confined areas you're just going to drop them off and say don't go near there or don't come here because you're going to get you're going to have to pay for it and they're going to be essential for the objective-based uh, tournaments for uh, taking in buildings that's yeah. That's what we've been talking about doing, and I I'm really, really set on creating scenarios where it's going to be very beneficial to have infantry in your force. Okay, so we're gonna shoot to commercial break. Uh, these uh, messages will be brought to you by uh, Charles Gideon uh, and his uh, lovely girlfriend Autumn. Thar has industries, the respected name who brought you designs such as the battle-proven and venerable Crusader and the critically acclaimed Wolfhound Battlemex would like to introduce the next evolution of the combat machine, the 55-ton Bushwhacker. Design. By utilizing design cues lifted from captured clan Omnimex, Thar has engineers have created a battle mech with a sleeker, more compact silhouette than any other mech in its class. New technology. To further increase survivability, the Bushwhacker is wrapped in nine tons of the most advanced ferrofibrous armor. Our designers did not stop there. To minimize damage caused by any accidental ammunition explosion, the Bushwhacker has been fitted with rediscovered cellular ammunition storage equipment so your mech warriors can fight with confidence. Speed. At the heart of the design lies a Hermes Extra Light engine, providing enough power for the Bushwhacker to propel itself to nearly 90 kilometers per hour. With this competitive speed, the Bushwhacker dictates the fight. And speaking of fighting... Offensive capability. The weight-saving measures employed on the Bushwhacker means it carries an impressive array of weapons, usually reserved for battle mechs 20 tons heavier. The primary configuration provides weapons suited to any combat encounter, with the first available large laser which effectively reaches 25% farther than previous models. The arm-mounted Mydron Model B Autocannon 10 matches perfectly with a pair of LRM-5 racks. Rounding out the armament are two machine guns, because infantry is only a threat if you're not equipped. Comfort and connectivity. We did not forget about the most important part of an effective battle mech, the warrior inside. Thanks to its 11 double capacity heat sinks, the bushwhacker can be pushed to its limits, with the mech warrior not having to break a sweat. To keep the information flowing, 
The mech warriors have the ever-popular Tharhas communication and targeting systems at their fingertips. These factors combined result in a mech warrior who keeps their cool under pressure. All this starting at under 9.9 .9 million C-bills. Winner of the NAIS Best New Medium Battle Mech of the Year Award. The Bushwhacker is available now for a scheduled demonstration and ordering. Tharhas. Triumph through design. All right, welcome back, listeners. What a great commercial that was. I love it that someone who's an avid listener and a buddy of mine out of Colorado and his girlfriend uh, took the time to put together an awesome bushwhacker mech <laughs> data commercial. It was great. And it brings up a fun thing of if anybody like wants to make a commercial, you send us your MP3. You go ahead. And uh, yeah, attach, it, attach it to the email with WNRP at bolstergoons.com. Attach it, send it. I got a, I think there's a 15 meg limit. If it needs to be bigger, I'll give you a, I'll give you an upload site. You know, as long as it's like uh, appropriate and pretty cool, we'll launch it. Don't worry. So, um, one of the fun topics we've been talking about lately on and off every day. Um, and I keep I keep looking at like my, my Mech Factory app that apparently doesn't exist anymore, um, but it does on my phone because I kept it. <clears throat> is uh, the Catalyst Agent Cup that happens every year at Gen Con, and it's like an eight thousand PV two value BV BV two BV yep eight thousand BV two value that uh, is basically a Lance four Max that uh, you will battle against other agents. And it, it was a lot of fun. We did it last year, Andrew and I did. And what a challenge. I mean, we, we played against some very experienced players. So just, just to clarify this just a little bit, this is something that the Catalyst agents do while at Gen Con from the different regions of the world that people come from. Like there's a group out of Vancouver, there's a group out of um, Ottawa, there's a group out of Chicago, there's a group out of Texas. Um, so when you say the world, you mean the world. If, if, if four people, four or five, I think we need five. It's five people. If we get five people that show up from a region and they want to battle for the cup, there's there's a rule set that we play from. Um, 8,000 BV can't have more than two chassis of the same kind, but they can be different. They have to be different variants. Um, you don't get points for taking less than four. You got to pay for your mech up or your pilot upgrades. Um, yeah, so it's just putting it together. Yeah, it's very challenging. It is very the challenging. Best you can do. I mean, if it. Even even just coming up when you when you think about your scenarios and you say, hey, we're gonna meet meet tonight. We're gonna throw some dice. Bring like two thousand points. Bring four thousand points. And then you start thinking about eight, and it has to be a specific number of four max. And it is tough. I mean, when you look at all those PV values or BV values, well, that and the maps are all randomized too. Well. They the maps can come second. I mean, just, just picking mechs that we talked about this earlier, even for like a while during break, the synergy 
that you have to put together, right, Tommy? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been looking at uh, so I like I've been incorporating more of the the inner sphere stuff, but uh, I've lately been seeing a lot of the pos the positives of the other type of synergy, especially in clans. So I've been looking more closer to uh, well, Matt, like you uh, like the standard uh engines i've been oh, looking yeah. at at the the steel viper clan and um i've been uh, i got the uh 8k bv from steel viper so but i also been looking at also not just maybe not synergy but um historic um units as well so i've i've rolled up two different uh units and i'm going to be testing them out uh extensively coming up before we get out there so yeah that is a tough a tough choice and like you said if you look at some past historical units that you like um last time i took specifically just dragoon max like shoguns firefly uh take a thunderbolt and now i'm starting to look at you know can i take all pulses and tcom max no not really because they're expensive well can i take at least standard engine max and have some speed and you know if the terrain is going to be good or bad i have to you know be ready for that yeah i uh so i've been looking at the um uh, at the different Max and whatnot, and I do like uh, like the uh, TCOM and uh, Pulse, which one of my Max is a Pulse with targeting computer, uh, a Gosshawk, which I've always liked that mech because yeah, it's pretty efficient. But the rest of my Max, if I would have to go with a certain uh, aspect, accuracy is my. Uh, key on that uh, three out of the four mechs I have have streak weapons yes so either it fires or it doesn't yep so it saves you some ammo if it doesn't connect um, it hits with every missile if it does get a lock on and actually connects and hits uh, very efficient um, a little bit different a little bit different weight structure, but you know it's it's necessary for that. But yeah, if I can have like a medium to short range weapon, streak SRMs are awesome. Like uh, so, the four mechs I got are uh, the Gazhawk, uh, Shadowhawk Two C, um, the Battle Cobra Prime, and the Crossbow B, and. Uh, and looking at all that, and uh, now unfortunately, with that with the 8K uh, limit, all all my mechs don't have the best uh, piloting, so they all uh, they all have piloting of five, I believe. But some of them have three. The mechs that have targeting computer has. Uh, fours so 
Um, and that's that's an interesting thing too. Is like if you add pulse lasers to a variant and choose that, do you really need a decent pilot? I mean, for gunnery, you kind of don't really need that because you're going to get a negative two modifier. But if you're piloting, I mean, it is so easy to fall down if you're like a five. Yeah. So I, uh, I got my my other historical. Um, Lance that I have is a uh, is a Rondus Nord's Lance, uh, combat uh, first company uh, um, command Lance. So let me let me ask a question here. You guys have played in this last year. Is it yes. is it a lot of like the pulses, the streaks, the any any weapon that gives you a oh, it's cheese. It's cheese. It's, it's everything it's and anything. Okay. It is. I mean, I, I battled, um, what the Nova cat F the one that jumps like improved jump jets that like jumps like six. It's a four, six, six with two yeah. large pulse, three medium pulse and a targeting computer. Jesus. Any, any <laughs> advantage, any, any advantage you can pick that those four Macs can have over you. That's going to be there. And so that's, that's the motto, huh? Well, now I, I say that, and then at the same time, I forget what the fourth mech was of the cat that I played. Now, I threw together a unit, and I got walked over. I w- <laughs> We were done two and a half rounds into the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you kept looking at me, and I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, you're done? What? It was, it was horrible. I mean, it was to the point where I just said, I'm done. He looked at me like, what? And I'm like, here's the deal. I'm not going to play this game just to cross dots off and I can't do anything. I concede the game. You win. Yeah. He wasn't just going to watch me struggle anymore. He had a hard time with that anyway, but he had, he had a Phoenix Hawk that was a six, nine, nine with a snubby. He had a Sunder that was two snubbies. He had a Nodachi that had a pile of lasers on it. And I and, oh it was a, a Warhammer 8K, the uh, mm-hmm. the jumper that was that was his fourth that was his fourth mech. So he had a great group of mechs that, you know, the snubby is in my mind, you know that that's on par with large pulse lasers, clan large large pulse lasers, because that short range is nine. Um, Jeez, yeah, it's. He walked. He literally walked all over. I, I didn't get a nod. I didn't get a tap on the back of the head. He just raped me. It was bad. Man, but my. Had, but hats off. He had a great unit. He, he yeah. put. He spent the time. He did a very very. It was. Uh, for anybody who wants to know, Round Top. He's a moderator on the forums. Hats off, man. It was a. It was a great unit, and he he destroyed me. And those those miniatures were painted um, gorgeously. Silver. Yeah, they were silver and red. They were they looked good. I I, I played against uh, Nova Cat mechs that were just they look like the stars in the sky. Right. They're just beautiful. So I need to know what I what I need to build then. Yeah, all you right. basically need to take all the mechs that you would basically play your last game with, and you had to win or you you get killed. Ooh. <laughs> so that's, the way the way it works. The way it works is, is they have you need to have five guys, and it's you pair off all five guys pair off, and it's mm-hmm. whoever wins the best of five. 
whichever team wins the best of five, they move forward. It was ah. it was not quite as I mean, and you could play it just about any time. There's it, no specific. You know, the, the idea is that you want to try and play your games as early as possible throughout the yeah. week because if you advance, you want to play another group, right? Make, make room for schedules, yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that's I how, that, that's how well, that works. I can do that. But you can, you, can, you can basically play anywhere and and just meet up, square off, and, and be done with it, you know, and amount of time you need. It's just 8,000 points. There's no unit limit? Nope. Yeah, four minutes. Oh, there's four max. Oh, I'll, I'll email you the, the rules. Like 15 locusts would be awesome. Uh. <laughs> Just JK, guys. JK. All right. Here, here it is. Forces to be built with the following specifications. 8,000 BV or less, four or, le or fewer units, cannon designs, tournament legal designs, valid unit types, Battle Max, Omnimax, Industrial Max, Protomax. Note five Protomax, one point will count as one unit. Um, wing and ground, naval, submarine, all types of conventional infantry and battle. Oh, submarine. Forces can use interstellar and clan technology bases. <laughs> no more than one of any unit. Different variants of the same unit are legal. Uh, they will not be using the force size multiplier. Piloting and gunnery skills may be set to any values, but have a limit of two difference between piloting and gunnery. Example, you could have a 3-5, three, 3 gunner, 5 piloting, but you could not have a 0-7 pilot. Oh, so they have to be within two. The piloting and gunnery have to be within two. Interesting. Um Randomly determine the map sheets. Rolling a 1D10, determine the map sheets uh, from Total War. And then you roll off to position the maps, and then you roll off again for home edge. Then you roll off again for um, starting the game of initiative. Yeah, it's pretty clean cut. Very cool. But just be aware. I mean, these guys, <laughs> these guys play, and, and <laughs> they, they, were, play. they were rolling yeah. fast, and they were helping us with our modifiers. Who uh, who won the uh, cup last year? To be honest with you, I don't know. Shame. Bring out the shame bell. Ding. Shame. Bring out your dead. Hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. You could you could bring you could bring the widows. I've played it in a couple of years and yeah, it was fun. <laughs> like I was gonna bring anything else. <laughs> well, I'll bring as long as you remember has, it, I'll bet he has the butcher in his unit. I, I don't have I don't have anything else painted not black and red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the butcher is coming. You know she's got it. She's got to come. <laughs> I will I will shoot every limb you have off before I barely finally kill you. Quartered and drawn. Quartered and drawn. Oh, I wonder if I can get that painted on the side. I bet you can. You, you talk to the the camo I'll specs to guy. I'll talk, talk to the. I'll talk to Chase. Chase is in the back. Oh, there, there you go. go. Yeah. Nice. So that being said, Yay. that's uh, another event for us to do. That's kind of on the side. 
Yeah, and when we tell you that Gen Con fills up pretty fast, it fills up really fast. As soon as you can get your events and your tickets like spoken for, order them. Get your badges, get your events tickets. Like on the day they can be open, get them. Masters and Minions fills very quick. Um, like within minutes to hours. It will usually fill very, very quickly. Blood name usually fills pretty quick. Um, and that's in May. The Thursday, the Thursday throwback fills up pretty quick. Um, if you want to play Grinder, if you want to do Alpha Strike Primer, if you want to do the, just a Primer game, those are run every hour on the hour. Most grinders, you can just walk up, play generics, and, and get on a table. Um, but the the this, the premier events, main events, they usually fill pretty quick. Now, that all being said, you can still show up at the time. If you've got generic tickets and they haven't filled the table, you will you can take somebody's spot. So but you're gonna you're gonna take a number. Oh well. I still have tickets from last year. <laughs> They're still in my wallet. There you go. You know, they transfer over, you know. They do. They do. I know. Um cool. Catalyst so, Looking forward to that. Just as long as you remember your miniatures. I yeah, Rick. <laughs> I, did I forget my miniatures last year? I lost weight before our event last year hmm. because of you. Oh yeah. Now I remember. In his defense, he was tearing his shirt off because he was sweating so so profusely. I got I got dirty looks because I didn't put it on back on for our event. So I was standing there in a white t-shirt. Yeah, you did. I got pictures. Toby. What's this uh what's this next uh list on the on the show notes I got? So uh is this is just a general PSA? Oh yeah, never stop playing with yourself. Doctors will agree it's good for your health. <laughs> now socially <laughs> And I'm not talking about people who spend like hours upon hours on their phone or computer or things like that, but just in general, you know, it is a pretty good social atmosphere to get out and play some tabletop, you know, meet up yeah. with some people, play some cards. That's if, if you go to, if you go to wolfstragoons.com, uh, that's my site and look for the gauntlet that was a i, I re republished that now came from a mech force quarterly magazine when mech force was a thing back in 2000 i think um but it is rules for being able to play by yourself basically having a bot or six bots and moving them about on the map and having to score a hit or whatever um it will get you to understand all the maps. It will get you to understand movement. It will. It's it's a great way to to play with yourself and not go blind. <laughs> For you younger children that are out there, you won't go blind. And a little plug: um, I am trying to figure out how to do a campaign over YouTube Live. Oof. So, yes, we're still, we're still waiting for those dates. Um, I'm trying to work out all the kinks, but basically, 
if you have the map sheet that we're going to play on, you could possibly join in on the game. So I'm working out some stuff with that, um, but look for that in the near future. Um, we'll be doing maybe a live event um, at the store where people can join in and play the game with us. So what uh, what faction were you going to use? I'm still trying to decide on the era, to tell you the truth. Oh, you got plenty of different kinds too. I know, but you got anyway, some wolf. You got some. Just just be on the lookout for that. Um, hounds. We'll be putting that on the Facebook page, and then if you are one of the lucky people that we pull in for the game for that night, um, yeah, we'll give you the rules and we'll give you the the kind of laydown and what you need. Um, even if you don't have the map sheet, I think we might still be able to make it work. So we'll see. But that'll be fun to look forward to. Uh, WNRP going live on YouTube. That'll be fun. Uh, we've done it once or twice, and I, I think people liked it. It was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed it. Uh, Just as long as we don't measure too much on the table. And, and, and stuff like that. So uh, Just a little plug there. And Ooh. now it's time for trivia. Can I read the trivia question? No. <laughs> you can read Garrett, the question, but not the answer. <laughs> he's, he's got it written right here. Don't read aloud. <laughs> yeah, you ran right over that the last time. <laughs> and I even have the answer, like, okay, lined through. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> so WNRP trivia time, ladies and gentlemen. Bup, 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 bup. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, what historical scene is on the new box set? Armored combat. Armored combat specifically. If you can tell us on the Facebook page, what is the historical scene on the new box set, Armored Combat? We will make up a prize to give you guys. <laughs> make up something. I'll get you something. So. And now shout outs. Anybody got any shout outs? Um, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out to our, our, our editors. Even though they're slow as shit, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Aaron. And I, and the fact right. that they are disappeared from our lives until tonight for a little while. Jake's been filling in okay, but he was sick for a little while, so we're gonna give him some more time. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Philippines. <laughs> I didn't know there were Battletech players in the Philippines. That's a long ways. There's probably so, a military base out there. I was going to say, I guarantee there's a military base out there. <laughs> so shout out to you guys. Um, and everybody that listens. I'm going to piggyback that any troops out there that are stationed way too far away and you got nothing to play with. <laughs> Send us an email. Play with yourself. And By don't the way, to, don't if, to play with yourself. If you are that far away and you do want to play with yourself, if you go to the Battletech website, there is a downloads page where you can download standees. Granted, they're not as cool as the miniature, but you should be able to uh, download the standees. I believe that there's also a... Uh, cheat sheet with all the charts and stuff um 
I've played with pennies before. I think Aaron and I have played with pennies and dimes. Hell, we played mm-hmm. with magnet, magnets at one time. We did up to Canada. So, yeah, um, this this way you don't have to play with firing pins. And since there are no trees, most places in the desert, you don't have to play with those. I tell you what, I'll up the ante. If there's any military out on a base somewhere, and you guys don't have mechs to run around with, you send us your email, or you send us your email address, or or your address or where I can send you a beginner box and I'll send you a beginner box. One though. I'm only doing one. I'll I'll send, I I can do you one better. We'll just send them eight and a half by 11. We'll send them standees, charts, the quick, the quick uh, intro box set rules, lens pads, and the the maps. And they can, they will have everything that they need to be able to play. I will, I'll get that done. That'll be a care package from WNRP. Yep. Guaranteed. So make sure you uh, get a hold of us if that's one of you listeners out there way over where you're not supposed to be. <laughs> you oh, let us know. It's not by your choice, but thank you. Uh, we, we, really, we appreciate you guys doing what you do. We do. We Definitely. do appreciate your service. And uh, even if it's like UK military and you guys are stuck in like Saudi Arabia or something like that, that's okay. Or Syria. There's Over still Syria. troops in Syria. So, so you guys send us back a unit patch if you want to. We'll take that and put it on the board. WNRP at wolfsdragoons.com. So with all that being said, I want to thank you listeners. Does, Appreciate does Tommy time. have any shout outs? Oh, sorry. Ooh, oh, Tommy, Tommy, you got a shout out? I don't have really a shout out. We hit all the, some big hitters already. So I, uh, military, yeah. Definitely. So well, you, got, you guys are both X, right? Oh, active. They're Matt not active, active anymore. Matt is still active. I I'm, got a couple months. I'm you're a veteran like, status. You're like almost out. I I got to turn my stuff in this month. <laughs> well, <laughs> both, to the both of you, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. I, I think that could do it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. We keep building communities in our locations anywhere you are. Um, as always, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Later. <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. Got it. I'm going to stop recording. I did. I got to stop recording, recording. too. Because I end up saying stupid things while I'm recording it. That makes fun predators. That could go in the end. That was Jim Beam.